Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Stronger Together Podcast. This is Calais. It is Wednesday. I stuck to my word this week. I am so excited that I actually was able to commit to doing this this week. Because <laughs> normally I'd be like, oh, it's Friday, my bad, y'all. Like, no. I'm on time. Even though I'm a little late, I had a long day. Today is actually my daughter's birthday. And I had a busy day. Like, my day started off at like 6, 7. And um, I woke up, got myself together, got her together. And then I'm like, where do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? Your, your, you can be a little bit late for school. What do you want to eat? And she chose Frishes, which is her favorite favorite place she likes a cheeseburger so she had a cheeseburger and a chocolate milk for breakfast and I sent her off to school with cookies for her classmates and then I had a thousand things to do in between the time of her being at school which she gets out of school so early so I really have to rush and do everything I'm trying to do that kind of you know I can't have a child with me while I'm doing it type thing so which is pretty much business stuff and I hate to you know drag her around all day in the car like so anyways um and then we kind of um so I picked her up from school and I surprised her with some gifts and then we hung out at home for a while to like four or five o'clock then we went to her dad's mom's house her grandma's house and um she had her friends were over there and they were all excited to see her and her dad brought her um a present and a balloon and we took her to dinner now this is the first time her dad and i have ever been able to just co-parents and kinds of be kind of like friends almost everything he says irks my nerves and I don't know why maybe because I know him I've known this man I'm 27 I've known this man since I was 20 21 so I've known him for well over five years and I know him like the back of my hand and he doesn't he still doesn't know that I know him so well and it irks my nerves when he says anything because I'm like you're a liar you over-exaggerate, you lie, and you say you lie about things that I can find out. Shut your mouth. So, anyways, um, so we took her to dinner. And I invited him to dinner because I have never sat down and had dinner with this man, even when we dated. Never sat down. He's not a restaurant guy. He's freaking hood rat. Can't. And, and it's not, like, in a bad way. It's just, like, he is, like, giving me my bologna sandwich, and I want to watch the game. And I want some hot chips and a, and a Gatorade, uh, uh, bottom of the barrel type thing. Like, I don't need to sit down in a restaurant. Like, I don't need to do all that. I'm good with my peanut butter and jelly, my Gatorade, my game type of guy. So, not to say, well, he is from the hood, but... And I guess it has a little bit to do with he doesn't like being in, you know, pick upscale places and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm going where well, I'm my daughter wants steak and a little piece of me wants a steak, too. So I'm going to just definitely go ahead and go with the steak dinner rather than get a bologna sandwich. So and I don't even eat pork. So, yeah, 
But anyway, so we went to a steakhouse and we had an amazing dinner. Like my daughter and I, because he sat there and didn't eat. I have no reason understanding why he didn't eat. He had food in front of him, but he didn't eat. And we had an amazing dinner. Like my daughter ate all her food and I was so excited and drunk her drink. And I ate all my food and I was very satisfied. And then they ended up giving her um, a Sunday with a candle. And we sung happy birthday and we were able to just have a civilized dinner with no tension or no awkwardness or anything like that. And I was pre- appreciative. Like, this is what I've been waiting for. This is all I ever wanted was just to be able to coexist and be civilized for the sake of our daughter. There's no reason for us not to be able to be civilized adults, period. Like, I don't understand it at all. So after dinner, we um, we just I had to take him home or whatever. And we kind of just talked and laughed. And I'm just like, oh, wow, this is not difficult at all which kind of brings me to the next topic which is um child support and um how us women feel about this this sensitive topic and I'll stand behind anything I say about this because I'm a strong believer in child support when the father is not in their child's life period so long story short and i'm sure he'll listen to this and you cannot be mad at the truth long story short my child's father and i broke up he decided he did not want to have anything to do with me or my daughter So I was pregnant, I was by myself, and I moved away to North Carolina. I moved away for a peace of mind because I don't have time to be chasing after a man whose child I'm carrying um, and to, to lose my mind because it was too much. So I lived with my mom while I was pregnant. And um, so he decided he wanted nothing to do with his child, which a part of me feels a little felt a little guilty about because this man told me when I was able to get an abortion that he did not want this baby and he would help with an abortion. And ladies, if a man tells you he does not want a baby, listen to him. Because at this point you're making a decision to be a single mother and your child deserves better than that. I'm pro-life, yes, but I understand also. So, um, he decided he did not want to be involved in, in, in anything with this with my daughter. So, it hurt it so bad. It, it hurt it um, more than anybody could I could ever express um, because I didn't have my dad. So, why the hell would I want to raise a daughter? A father this daughter when I know the things that I have dealt with because of that but it, 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 it was what it was I decided to have her um, and although it was hard to cope with because I did make his life hell 
I got him fired from his job. I called him, harassed him constantly. Like, I thought that he would give in. And that man did not give in. So, you know, I had her. He seen me when I was pregnant once. I was six months pregnant. And I moved away when I was seven months pregnant. And I came back when my daughter was nine weeks old. And the only reason I came back was because my daughter was born with 12 fingers. Six on each hand. And um, because of that, I decided I wanted to come back here because in North Carolina, they would not do her procedure until she was maybe one. And I did not have time for my child to be walking around here for a year with 12 fingers. So I decided at that moment I was going to move back. I moved back and I allowed him to see his daughter. He did not connect with his daughter. He did not try to connect with his daughter. I gave him two years. Two years to get it together. I was not about to... And I was getting assistance too. I was getting... Um, I was getting government assistance as far as um, I was getting uh, WIC, which is like helps with milk and Similac and stuff because I could I didn't want to breastfeed it. I think I breastfed for a couple of months, and I'm like my titties hurt. This is ridiculous. I'm good, and um, I was getting um, insurance. So with me being on assistance, they were like, "Listen, lady." You're going to put this man on chat support. You're going to put him on chat support right now if you think you're about to be getting these benefits. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, So I told them, um, at one point I told them I did not know who her dad was because I did not want to put him on child support right now. I still felt like I loved him, and I still felt like we could make it work. And I did not want to jeopardize that for child support. So, anyways, um, after that, they, I mean, they harassed me about putting this man on child support. I'm like, listen, I'm not, I'm not even, no, I'm not putting him on child support. And I couldn't tell them that I wasn't in the States because I know that's like mm, illegal, I believe. But anyways, I ended up moving back. Because not only that, because I wanted to, to try to, you know, rekindle what we had, but I also wanted to make sure my daughter got her surgery. And so I scheduled her surgery. He did not show up. And that was one of the hardest times of my life. Also, I mean, not only that, I gave birth by myself. My mom was there, but it's nothing like having your partner there. And my mom was there temporarily, and then I was in this hospital alone by myself with this baby that I just had, and I'm exhausted, and I'm in pain, and I can't even swallow pills, so I'm taking children's Motrin, having my uterus shrink. Like, the pain of that is way worse than giving birth. So, anyways, um, I was... So I was alone, and... um, I'm sorry, I'd lost my train of thought, but um so I yeah, I didn't want it to jeopardize anything, so I came back. He didn't come to the surgery and um that was strike one. I'm like, you're not going to come. They're putting her, you know, to sleep and anything can happen. And then it was another time where my daughter had to go to the hospital and um 
that was one of the hardest times too. She, my daughter always got boils on her butt, which is kind of like a big knot the size of her fist, of her little baby fist, of course, um, on her butt, and she, it would, it was painful for her. So they had to do emergency surgery. He did not come to that. That was hard because they announced the time of of like saying the time like just in case she dies this would be the time that she would die like what what's going on like this is this is hard so that was strike two he didn't help with anything he didn't give me anything and um it, it was all hard it was very hard and so years went by I'm like listen I used to threaten him with it all the time I'm like listen you need to help me you need to help me. I can't do this by myself. This is very hard. Even though I was doing it, I was just, you know, feeling like I couldn't. But in a situation like that, this is what I'm saying to you women also. It's okay if you need help because he should be helping. Should he be paying for your rent, your car note, your, you know, hair and nail? No, he should not. But should he be helping with diapers and, and food and formula and clothes? Yes, he should. And insurance and college, you know, college funds or, or a CD you might have or something you might have for this child in order to set this child up for success. Yes, she's, yes he should be contributing to this. But if he's not. And you're literally like pulling teeth out, like, come on. Then why should we as women sit around in hopes of this man stepping up? I'm not going to do that. That's not fair. So when I have to get you you know, subpoenaed to court or something like that, because you will not pay me anything or help me at all with your child. Why am I the bad guy? So let's talk about that. Let's leave this podcast right there why can't we put you on child support when you are not making mature men type of decisions like a man should provide for his child you don't have to provide for me but don't you think your child needs something so when we put you on child support some of us are wrong yes why are you getting your hair done with this? But some of us do the right things. And there's nothing wrong with having to do that. Let's let this stay right there. I appreciate you for listening. This is going to be a short podcast. Have a good night.